Before we go any further, I want to introduce myself. My name is Marisha. And my name is Dylan. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Today we are going to discuss why does ethics play a huge role in our personal lives before marriage. And I just want to share with you guys, and this is a hard truth. But I want to uh, share with you guys the reason why my husband and I are um, dropping this particular podcast to those who are single because we have noticed in today's culture, singles don't want to be married. No, they don't. (laughs) They, They really don't. But rather just date. Yeah. And so... I want to I want to be able to provide some guidance, some advice and my husband the same. We want to be able to just share some foundation, foundational uh framework yeah, yeah, yeah. um viewpoints. So here we are. These are universal viewpoints. Mm-hmm. They can go with it within any any culture, any attitude. No matter the background, it works. Yes. So um, we have been noticing singles today. They just want to date. They don't want to be married. Um, There is a sense of fear based on some of the conversations we have heard and um, some of the articles that we have read. Mm -hmm. Um, most singles today just have this fear of being married, being married. Or just like the statistic is being married. They don't want to be a, st- a statistic when it comes to uh, divorce, dating, dating, and then getting divorced. Yeah, that was that's the big kicker for a lot of a lot singles of people today. Who are singles. And you know, honestly, this is my first time actually being aware of this um, years ago people wanted to be married you know that was a thing back in the day yeah but again today people rather just date and only date right so so here's the question that we want to answer uh, to the post that we put up mm-hmm. uh, on our in- Instagram is why is ethics important mm-hmm. in the role of relationships? Yeah. And uh, we want to dive in from a standpoint of an intra-personality personal, uh, personality, because everything that becomes interpersonal, which is mean interaction with 
you and others. First, you have to understand that you have to deal with your own own uh, attitude. Yes. Your own way of thinking. And so we want to dive into the intra-personal aspect of it. And that is the, the key That's to the driving, force. the driving force. Because singleness has nothing to do with the culture. Here in America, being single is I am not dating. That's the, that's the mind frame. It's not the term of, you know, I'm single and I just want to do my thing. It's like I'm single. When you say I'm single, I'm not dating anyone. That's how the American culture places singleness. But the true meaning of singleness means to be whole. It means to be complete within yourself. You're not looking for someone else to give you value. You already have obtained value. And you now you're looking to share that value with, with someone, someone else, else. Yes. and that's the true meaning of singleness so that's the reason why we say we want to deal with single people is because single two single people actually create a marriage yes. and if two single people come in without the understanding of what singleness is then they'll come in with their own objective of what they think the marriage should be instead of sharing uh, the goals together Understanding of self, mm -hmm. right? That's the important. way you, the way you treat yourself. Yes. Your viewpoints on life, because if we get this foundation, right, this will cancel out fears of recreating negative habits. That is a great point. See, the other part I want to add to this, that uh, if you understand yourself, how you treat yourself. Uh, the part that I want to bring on now is the concept of ethics. Ethics is simple, but a lot of people make ethics complicated. So the root word for ethics is, is ethos. Mm -hmm. Ethos means culture. Yes. Culture means custom. Custom means habit. So when you break down everything, your culture creates a custom that makes you develop habits. So the question is, is what habits do you have that are good and what habits you have that are bad? These are the things that are gonna determine how you treat yourself, how you see yourself, how you value your time, how you value your, your mind, your body, and your spirit. Because cultural aspects and beliefs do dictate how you live, yes. both intrapersonal and interpersonal relationships. So, we want to want I want to go over one thing that uh, that we need to unravel is that the three most important keys to relationship is number one communication. Oh yeah, that is 
that is so important. It is very important. That is something that is number one. We we need to just stay right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's number one. It is your communication. And this this is going to sound weird, but I want to say that communication, I don't know if there's a thing called self-communication, but if there ever is, then how do you communicate with yourself internally? You know, how do you view your future? How do you view your value? Is it low? Is it high? Is it medium? Do you see where you want to go? Or are you confused? See, these are things that many of us overlook. We look for someone else to fill that void. When in reality, it is our job to fill our own void by self-discovery. Now, we believe that God is the one that has the standard that's set, that, that is set for us to look to. But now it's our job to, to discover ourselves True. and the value that we are bringing, the intention for us living. And if you don't understand that self-concept, you will not be able to communicate with someone else because you can't even communicate your own thoughts, your own actions, the reason why you do what you do. Yes, that's very true. And I remember something that um, years ago when we first um, got married to one another, Mm -hmm. Stephen Thomas, he said to us, he said, you know, make sure you always communicate. Right. Make time Mm -hmm. to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. That was before we actually tied the knot. Mm -hmm. It was. He said, make sure you take the time to communicate with one another because what you do now Mm -hmm. will dictate what you will do after. That's true. And that, that really stuck with me because it was that that really change the way like I'm always communicating right you know and it's, it's known <laughs> yeah. for women to communicate right but that coming from a man saying that especially in this culture yes that was that was everything and I remember him saying this too he said you know what if you ever have a fallout mm-hmm. make sure that it doesn't cause you all to go to bed angry right He's, what was that? What was that phrase he said? Argue. He said argue, but argue with principles. Yes. And I thought that was unique. Yeah. I've never heard that from anyone else. Mm-hmm. And that means you're you're regulating how you respond to each other. Yes. That's yes. basically the, the, a simple way of saying that you're regulating your response to each other in regards to respecting each other, even though you have a disagreement. It doesn't mean you argue and get loud and you get angry and upset. But an argument basically is a disagreement. So if you're disagreeing, disagree with principles. Here's an example. If you're gonna disagree, disagree, but still show love. Yes. Disagree, but still don't don't uh, put each other down. Degrade one Degrade another. Degrade one another. Disagree, right. but go to bed with a smile on your face and move into the next day without bringing that, that issue into the next day. See, that's yes, what it means it by so bringing true. it. Yes. You know, bringing, Ar- arguing with principles. principles. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, that's why we're talking about the ethos because a lot of our culture, you know, deals with arguments and they are they can become chaotic 
And next you know, we grow a bit of root in the relationship. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're dealing with things that are years and years compounded on top of each other. And no one ever deals with the issue. So now we have multiple issues that are internal. And now we're dealing with external issues that are causing people to have a divorce. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, these are the habits, the negative habits. That's why it goes to singleness first. Because if you can communicate, communicate internally who and what you are, you can communicate that to the individual you're looking to and to share your life with, your vision, the opportunities that life could bring, and even areas where there are going to be challenges. You can communicate those effectively. They're not always going to be easy, but if you take on the road to do some self-examination, mm -hmm. you'll be able to determine how to, uh, how to live with principles because that's what we're missing today. And I just want to say that, you know, what we, I guess I want to go into the, what is singleness in the, in the respect of how can someone give someone an example of what singleness is? Yeah, like a lot of times people think that singleness is, means I'm lonely. Right. Oh, that's good. You know, means I'm lonely or, you know, the clock is ticking. Right. Um, I'm unhappy or... I am in desperate need of a relationship <laughs> or I can do it on my own, right. you know, that type of thing. But that's not true. That's not true. Or they, or they believe single singleness is a curse. I haven't found this right person, person. Yeah. yet, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. Maybe, maybe having a relationship or looking to be married is not my thing. Right. I don't know. But that's, that's not true. Singleness is a person who is determined to become complete within mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. They are determined to become whole, meaning you first love yourself. Yes. You first love yourself. You are worthy of loving yourself. Right. Um, valuing you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Again, understanding who you are. Uh, for example, get to know, sit down and get to know what you are weak in, mm -hmm. what your strengths are, who who is your source. Right. You know, just find that place where you say, this is who I am so right. I can be able to bring something to the relationship. That's true. Um, it's, it's also about discovering what you like what you don't like find out the quality of your life mm -hmm. you know what, what's so. what's that old adage that people say um you love yourself as your neighbor yeah or love your neighbor as yourself mm -hmm. see a lot of us get the premise and that's why i like what you're saying a lot of us get the premise that we love our neighbor first but the implication is not the neighbor mm -hmm. the implication is the love Loving of yourself. yourself yeah because if you love yourself in completeness, then you automatically love your neighbor. So the question would be, do you love you? And you have to ask that question. Mm -hmm. Do you love yourself? To the individual. You right. have to ask that question. Mm -hmm. Ask them, do you love you? Mm -hmm. Because if they don't... don't. If, they, if they're hesitant with the answer, then that's a sign they don't love themselves. 
Then another Very question true. would be, do you value yourself? Yes. That is a huge one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because love and value can be synonymous, but actually it depends on how a person views it. So th there's a certain lid that you can value yourself at. That's huge. You know, you can value yourself up to a certain point. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be a one liter gallon of value when someone right. says they are a 10 gallon of value. So if you're already not on the same page as far as how much value you're putting on yourself, you know, someone can say, I'm a dime. And someone can say, I'm a diamond. And if you look at it in the real aspect of it, a dime has no value compared to a diamond. We use it as a term of endearment of good looks, but really in the real aspect, a dime is, is cheaper than, than any jewel that's ever created. Right. So that is the part that we need to start discovering for ourselves personally, because these are the questions you have to ask, because that value that that person sees for themselves they're going to bring that value into the into relationship. The relationship. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. That is that is key. We are and we're having a long time. We got to do a part two. Right. But I do want I do want to cover one two more things that are important. Number one, we said was communication, right? Yes. Number two was your ethos. That's your culture. Now, culture is is derived into three parts. We're going to deal with that on the next one. But and then number three is your singleness. Those becoming whole. Becoming whole. Those Complete. are the three important keys of a relationship. Is there anything else, sweet cakes, that you want to add to that? Oh, yeah. About the little girl. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I think. Oh, yes. <sighs> oh, yes. The little girl. It shocked me, actually. That one. That, that, that one took me back. That was deep. Very deep. Um, what did she say? She was She what? asked a question. She was eight years old. No. no she was she? 11. 11. Yeah, yeah, she was 11. And she asked us a question. She said, um, you know, I don't know if... She said, I want to be married. But I don't know... I don't know if I would ever be married based on this culture. Wow. wow. Okay, this is an 11-year-old talking about marriage yeah here's the implication she didn't see herself right. she saw marriage first her mind culture has created a reality that she cannot be complete unless she's married that startled me yeah her first thinking should have been so what do sad. I see myself how how do I see my future my 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 future, mm -hmm. and how will that future be of an asset to the partner I want to marry within this culture? So the fact that she asked that question first was like, have we gotten that bad that we've forgotten that relationships start with the person first? Before we even deal with connecting with another person, yeah, and that when it became that's when it became a reality for us that because we do things a certain way, right, right. 
And you know, me and my wife, we are we're very we're very close. If you don't know us, if your first time <laughs> hearing us, we are we've been 16 years knowing each other, and married we've been for married for 13, years. going on 14 in January. And so we got a, a good handle on what we look forward to doing with our lives. We know what we want to do and why we want to do it. Right. Um, so when we're talking about this, we have the experience enough to be able to explain that in order for two valuable people to come together, they first must value themselves and understand and determine where they want to go in life. And we had these conversations. Yes. Especially at the beginning. Didn't in the we? beginning. Yes, before we marriage. We, we sure had did. these conversations. We sure did. So. And you know, we, <laughs> there's a lot. Those, part, two, <laughs> part two is coming, guys. Part two is coming. This is, I, you this know, is I, I really don't want to overload right. a person that come across this podcast. So. So we thank you. We appreciate your time. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Matter of fact, we know you're going to enjoy the podcast. <laughs> and um, we look forward to uh, we look forward to speaking with you guys again on the sec- on part two. Mm-hmm. It may be a part three and a part four. Uh, because and we, we look have to forward in. to your feedback. Yes, please give us feedback. Please leave comments and let us know. Until then, thank you for, for coming. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.